You're listening to a DM podcast. We are underway. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast, full strength tonight, Andy, g'day, you smashed me somehow in draft. Oh, I, don't, I don't know how, as soon as I saw Man was out, Schuster was out, I'm like, oh, TK's got me again. I didn't, I didn't have any, all my reserves have tra- had um, subbed as well, so I couldn't really get a replacement, but the old Tommy Turbo just under-delivered today. Turbo. No, 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 no. <laughs> Corby, you're back. Reps, tell me a little bit about your week away. You've got a couple of boys in the New South Wales CHS. Yeah, well, I went away with the New South Wales CHS down to Wollongong. I had the 15s, so the junior boys, and then the 18s were down there. That's where you usually see a couple of uh, boys make their debut for the NRL the following year. But, yeah, there's some quality players down there, even in ours. But, yeah, managed to get two through from our Newcastle Northern team into the state team. But, yeah, it was good footy. Very attacking schoolboy footy. Corby, describe, for the listeners out there, describe your coaching style. Are we going, we'll dis- we we're discussing this on the weekend between the three of us. I feel that you're more of an Ivan Henjak. Andy, you gave him a Mal Meninga, did you? No, I said Mal Meninga, but in the same style of his political career. Just that. Very, <laughs> very short. Very short. How would you describe yourself, Corbs? No, looks-wise, because I can't get away with it now that we're live on Facebook, I'll probably go the Wayne Bennett with my mug and the no hair or lack of hair. But I, I was trying to um, sort of go the, the rep coach because I had a lot of rep footy and got out of the club footy this year. But see, I'm no, nowhere near that. That see, was just between you guys and now I've been stitched up. <laughs> so now you're calling yourself the, the fiddler. <laughs> I was, then I changed myself to Mao because he was probably the, the better of the rep coaches. Well, talking about rep coaches, like I was watching a little bit before I went to lunch today, I was watching Freddie Fitler on the the footy show and he's revealed half his team on the footy show and I'm still yet to see his New South Wales team. It's like 12 hours later. Has anyone got any scoops on this New South Wales team? Yeah. You, you read any few things. Oh, uh, there's a lot of talk that Jerome Luai got uh, the 5-8 over Whiten just as I'm having a look now. But, yeah, there's nothing set in stone from New South Wales Rugby League. Oh, here it is. I've got it. Do you want me to go? Yeah, go for it, man. Yeah, sweet. Um, Tedesco, To'o, Mitchell, Trebojevic, Adokar, mm-hmm. Luai and Cleary, Safidi, Cook, Trebojevic, Jake Trebojevic at prop, Cam mm-hmm. Murray and Sims, and then Yo at lock, mm-hmm. Jack, Jack White and Paulo Haas and Liam Martin, and Coruscant, 18th man, 19th, Campbell Graham. Wow. Mm. Not many power plays, which is good for everyone holding them. I love this. <laughs> yeah. I've, got, I've got 15 plays for next week. Yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's good yeah, news that's for me good. too. That's well, huge. I think everyone would have been sweating on a few. William Maddo, Gutho. Um, I, I can't believe he, he took – why, why would he take Coruscant's 18th man? I don't know. Keep Cook on his toes. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe he's thinking that with the speed of the game, with uh, with the 80 minutes now, with Origin as well, a bit more intense, just to have that second hooker on the bench. That's very, know. very interesting. Because you know that Origin, they would have had Harry Grant and um, uh, who we got? They picked Barney. Did the Queensland team come out? Well, no, they don't come out till tomorrow. They, they, they do one ah. day later. But that's interesting because he takes him straight out of Penrith. I would have thought he would have taken Burden. Because Burden can cover so many more positions than Coruscant can. 
I know why, because I picked up Burton and he's doing me a solid. <laughs> you need him. So Question. I, him uh, I know Campbell Graham's not the most relevant in fantasy, but is, is that 19th man going to be taken out as well? Or? Well, it depends where they play, right? Because they're talking now about Melbourne being totally cut and it's going to be between Townsville and possibly Parramatta as Ooh. the host. So I know for sure 18th man they've said, 18th man won't be allowed back into the back into their club, but surely, maybe that's why Campbell Graham was ninth man, because he's got a buy. He has that ability. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Which makes more sense, because you'll take a 19th man buy, and because Shushter's got injured today, he probably wasn't available. Graham's a weird 19th man, you'd think, though. Maybe just as a back, probably they're thinking, you know, when I brought up the other day about, because realistically, probably Gutho deserves to be 18th or 19th man, as mm. a quality player. But they're probably thinking, well, if I take 18th, 19th man, then he's not available for the week. It only, well, who's Parramatta going to put at fullback? So, well, at the moment, yeah, they've got no one. Not clever, clever from Brad Arthur. Let's have a couple of losses, and we won't get anyone <laughs> picked in Origin. But seriously, before we get into the whole, you know, we've got plenty to talk about suspensions from the week. Like Reese Walsh is going to cop a week for striking. Mitch Dunn dangerous contact one week. Adam Pompey crusher one week. His crusher was no worse than what I saw from Nathan Brown and Cam Murray. Like, there's no doubt that someone got on a blower and goes, stay of origin's coming and let the boys off because Madison copped a fine. Like, something happened overnight that let the boys off because what we saw from the last two weeks of crackdown is not what we saw last night because, again, Felice Kafusi got one week for tripping. Yeah. Well, does that mean the judiciary is all uh, New South Wales supporters? Well, I don't mind because I've got 15 players playing next week, so I can do a bit of a catch-up for what I did this week. But I just don't think what they did this week, because fines again, Tarek Sims, he copped a fine, and Jazz Tavaga copped a fine. It just doesn't seem consistent. My mind just goes back to that uh, Lachlan Burr, the first week of the crackdown at Magic Ground, how soft that was. And there's been He's probably off. 10 of those. Over the last two weeks, they've, yeah, the, like we sort of called with a few of their rule changes, they come out way too hard and then yeah. they've eased it in again. But yeah, the consistency, that's rubbish for someone like Radley too. I think he got harshly done by going off some of the calls over the weekend. Totally agree, boys. All right, let's just rip into our overall scores for this week. Andy, you want to kick things off? Yeah, all right. overall score, a bit of a shocker, this one. At uh, 8.26, I had Schuster not play, didn't have cover for him. Um, a big play in Ponga, again, has stuffed me up by him not playing, so wasn't too good. Um, I've got to sort of look into my backups, I guess. <laughs> I think I've got, got way too many winger fullbacks. So I had. I obviously could have allowed for Schuster, if I could, had known earlier, to switch up my um, positions because with the duels, mm. I would have put like um, another player onto the edge and then him has as half or someone else. But that wasn't working out for me. So it's a bit of a tough one for me. But um, a pickups in Burton went all right. And um, what was the other one I picked up? So my Burton and... Oh, uh, Papa Lee, that's right. Ooh, scored a try. So both of them scored a try. try. Oh, and also... Hold me, on. Me I'll bet. give you... That <laughs> <laughs> was a lovely little pickup of an $18. Yeah. So it was happy. I was like, I was, literally, I was out and about. That's a triple banger. <laughs> that was a good one. You know, we always said, remember Corbs, we go, Andy is going to be throwing Hail Marys. But this was a really tactical. Remember I wrapped you on Thursday going, this is a really nice bet, Andy. 
Oh, look, I, I, I figured I'll get one every now and then. This one just a bit look. I'll miss the next two. I was getting every third one. And I think, as long I think, as I think two's being generous. It might be the next five. <laughs> Once Drinkwater got over, I was like, he's got a good chance of this. Well, if I, I technically I can miss the next seventeen, I'm still up from this from this one. So we're good. That's, tell the tell the people what you've got. Tell the people what you did. It was uh, drink water anytime. Mm. As as I popularly eat anytime. And Matt Burton anytime. He was he was a short one, but first half Penrith what was the score like six nil. I was like, oh no, what's going to go here? Then the bloody onslaught in the second half. No, but what, what did they end up paying? One hundred and seventy nine dollars from ten dollars. I got one hundred eighty six. Wow, one eighty six. So what's that? Yeah, we just chucked three ten dollars bets on those multis. So at the moment, our kitty is sitting at six hundred and twenty. So we're at four hundred and fifteen percent profit. So again, punters out there. Chuck a cheeky five on our three bets, and uh, you'd be yeah, you'd be looking good four times your amount of starting. Game Maybe we change our name to uh, Talking Punts instead of Talking League. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, how'd you boys go? Cool. So why don't you go? What, how'd you go in classic, mate? Uh, I got nine oh nine. Cracked the nine hundred. Schuster also hurt me. It's sort of like Andy um, mentioned. I've realised that I'm a bit short in certain positions, and just with the whole restings, injuries, HIAs and things, I need to get that good balance. And I think jewels are going to be a big um, play in who I go forward with. Just so, yeah, there's a, the, the last few players I've brought in have um, all had jewel. I did bring in the Cheese and Hines as the double this week. Yeah, I might make one this week, but we'll talk about it in a bit. Yeah, they were two good ins. 909 did drop back a little bit with the rankings, but I feel like I... I should make some uh, some moves this week with a pretty strong team, and that Origin team looks to have helped me. Nice. Well, I scored a nine thirteen, which I was disappointing. Thursday night, I had four really good scores from the Storm. I took a screen dumped. I don't think I could get any higher. One thirteen, I was ranked. How good is it when you have a few good plays to score early? <laughs> I've, taken really? the, I've taken the dump just in case I'd never make it to one thirteen again. To save that photo for history. <laughs> it just went downhill from there. Where CHN went well. Teddy didn't do too badly as well. Rank 774. So I kind of fell, what, I thought it was low 400. So I've fallen away about 300. But I'm going hard this week. Freddie's oh, done. Well, you got your 15 players. I've got 15 That's players done. this week. Will you make any extra trades? Or I suppose we'll talk about that in a bit. I don't think I can make another trade for about three weeks. Yeah. I'm kind of done. Well, we've got one listener, one listener in the chat. I've heard that the last month, and we've all gone. <laughs> how good we is have it? been terrible. How good is it when we, you see a bargain, but when you see a we, bargain, you got to go for it. We need to get Shooter back on because we <laughs> well, put yeah, it, put us in our place. I think Shooter, yeah. Shooter might be on on Tuesday, so I got to talk to him tomorrow. But he might be on the the podcast on Tuesday, hopefully, just to calm everyone down. Because hey, we got we got one of the viewers. He said he got nine hundred ninety five with sixteen. That's Clint Jung. So. Ooh. That's not too bad. Nine nine five with with a couple plays short. I like that. that he'll, he'll, we'll get one of those for that one. All right, boys, let's move on and let's go. How good is this play? Studs and dots time. Let's go start to start. Andos, what do you got? So my start for this one is uh, Jesse Ramian. He he's been playing well lately, and I think he might be on. Like I'm got my sights on him after this buy round. Mm. He doesn't play round thirteen, but eighty six fantasy points. One try, 16 runs for 178 metres, 13 tackle breaks, 
two line breaks, one line break assist, and four offloads. Absolutely destroyed him. So yeah, he, he was gun. Um, must be just be enjoying the shark side. And I think, I think Sean Johnson is obviously improving his game as well. So if as long as Sean Johnson uh, stays fit, Jesse Raymond could be in for a couple of big scores. The biggest thing, but Sean Johnson, he's back. He loves that right side. Even though last year he probably favoured more to Nakora. Game's changing a little bit, so who knows? He might be changing his his game a little bit to a outside ball to Nakora uh, to Ramian as we saw today. So SJ cool. wants a new contract, so popcorn baby. Special mention to to Matty Moylan as well. Mate, he so played he, well. He played really three hundred fifty three k, and he's um, putting up scores of fifties. Imagine he does that for the rest of the season. He could. He's a dual. He's a dual wing fullback half as well. So yeah, you laughed at me last pod, Ron. <laughs> I did, but it's a different combination. You know, they're chasing contracts now, and him and SJ in the halves could be something special coming up here for the Sharkies. We're on a roll. We could win the comp here. Oh, I, this time, I actually, there's a little bit of belief. <laughs> if Wade Graham Freaks keeps um, uh, pulling uh, dummy passes into players and getting people sent off for 10 in the bin, then maybe you've got a chance. Mate, interesting situation. Under John Morris, in two years, we'd not beat a top eight team. Last two weeks, we beat two top eight teams in a row. Josh Hannay's a god. <laughs> what is you guys having good coaches and then piss them off for a, for a coach coming in that letter or sooner? But in saying that, we only beat the Draggies. Who cares about the Draggies? Were we top eight? Yeah, last week. <laughs> what? Yeah. How's that work? Corbs, who you got for stud, mate? Uh, I went the cheese. I was sort of riding a play that I bought in. Um, he got a nice 70. He did get over for two tries, but... I just don't know when Harry Grant's going to get his start or big minutes with the cheese there because he's just killing it. it. It hurts me as a Grant owner in draft and also classic just looking at him coming in at a pretty cheap price. You know, you'll watch him dominate in origin and mm. then he'll go back and share the minutes again with the cheese. But yeah, the cheese, I mean, 10 minutes out and he's got a roll on. So dangerous. Oh, he just, he ducks his head. He's going to get someone sent soon too. <laughs> But Andy, another, me, good, another good quality. Andy, me, yeah. me and you talked about it on the Tuesday show. Like, Cheese has not started one game from the interchange. He's very, yeah. he's very important to this football team, and in the form that he's got, and the same for Hines. Like, there's no reason for them to rush back these guys, especially during Origin period. We could see a lot of minutes out of the Cheese and Nico Hines in starting roles, and this is going to be for the next seven weeks. We'd like to think, is it? Because he's playing for a contract as well. He's putting up uh, – he's basically his sort of resume for next season. He's off contract. Like, do you storm re-sign him? Does he go for another guy storm or well, does the dogs got, get him more? He's got one more year. So he's got one more year on a contract in 2022 and he said he's staying. So – Right. Yeah. yeah, I heard that too. Why would you leave? You're playing in such a winning culture. He's only raising his value. So his next contract could be worth nine, 900000 I reckon. Like, he is a quality – and he seems well, like eight, quality. 80-minute hookers are rare these days. Or good ones, anyways. Especially that quality. All right, boys. Um, for my start, hey, CHN, Corey, Hero, and Nora. But Jesus, for a team that's going really, really badly, 87 on the weekend. He was literally a one-man band. Nine tackle breaks, 146 metres, two offloads, one line break. You don't get much better than that, especially for someone that had such a poor start off-season-wise. But in terms of flipping our team for the next few weeks... Jesus, when we're talking, we're going to talk a little bit more about Maddo and him in the in the next uh, segment. And CHN is like it's nearly it's a 
him having a buy right now, especially with momentum in the NRL, that's the worst thing that's ever happened to him because he is probably the gun second row of the NRL right now. And at his price, he's only going to be in the mid, maybe low four, uh, 500s tomorrow too. He's going to be a good pickup in the next few weeks, boys. Yeah, well, he would have been good for three weeks ago. I'm, we, I think we are talking about him. He was sort of going okay scores. Obviously missed that sign, but uh, no, he, he should be good after round 13, like you said. He, and like it's with the decline of Madison, geez, we definitely, definitely uh, missed out on there. Like he, he's not scoring that well. It could be a straight swap. Terrible, boys. All right, let's move on. Dad time. Let's start with you, Cobbs. What do you got? Oh, just with that, Sarge, and I think the big one with that is uh, Sammy Williams just gives him early ball. Yeah. So that, that could be a win going forward. So, yeah, I like him. Uh, I, my dud was um, Luai. I think he wrapped himself up in cotton wool thinking he was getting into origin. He <laughs> had a terrible score, 18. Uh so a, a lot of people did get on him thinking he was a, a good get for the buyers. But, yeah, that hurts a few. And, yeah, even your last score before, you're yeah, probably going to get rid of him, 18. But, yeah. At least he's gone to Oregon. Andy, who you got? Well, I think maybe the bloke that I picked has maybe done the same, Tommy Turbo. He, look, it's not the lowest dud score at 35, but he's, he's put himself into that stature where you just expect big games from him. What was the average of 75 uh, points average? And look, as he was a dud, he was also my stud because he helped me beat your team in draft. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think all these, all these origin players just wrapped us off in cotton wool. He was, he was probably due a bad game, right? He's had so, yeah, many, he's had so many good games. We've got to give him one. Well, this is the only one. This is his dud round. Next time is his stud again. I'll, be pro- I'll probably pick him start next week. Oh, not next week, actually. but The week after. Yeah. <laughs> now, Andy, duds. Now, I've paid this out. Now, Gutho, I admitted. Remember, what was our bet that he would go 50 over and under, right? Yeah, over and under. Into, uh, well, I think it was like the first six rounds or something like that. So, two weeks ago. So, at my house at Enfield. Like, I live at Croydon Park and Enfield Pub is down the road. Near Stratfield. So anyway, Andy has told me a couple of weeks ago, he goes, you've got to pay up. So I've bought him dinner. The boys came over. I bought him dinner. I go, there's no way Gutho's going to score under 50. Well, Gutho right now is averaging <laughs> like 51. His last three averages like less than 35. And on that night, there was a holdup at gunpoint. Oh, yeah, at the pub. At the pub. This is the most ridiculous story. You guys, I don't I, know. you must have been in a good conversation about Gutho. Tell the punters about this. <laughs> so we're, we're at this pub, and it, in the pokies room, it gets held up at gunpoint. We don't even know. And then five minutes later, there's cops everywhere. Now, this is just a normal suburb in Sydney. It's in the mid, you know, inner west. Safe suburb, whatever. Well, I thought it was a safe. It's obviously not safe. Yeah, not anymore. Jeez. Two minutes later, apparently down the road, they go to Ashfield. In one of the most busiest pubs, especially on a, what was it? It was a Wednesday night, so it's quite popular night in, in Sydney. And they do the Ashfield Hotel next. <laughs> I, still, I still can't believe that you guys didn't even. Uh. I remember just seeing the bartenders look real shocked. He's on the phone. I was like, oh, what's happened over here? Talk about a gibber fest. <laughs> He's come over and just been held up. Like, when? When the hell did this happen? Uh, that's, a gib- that's a gibber fest, big time. Ridiculous. Uh, um, uh, how do you have to get onto that? Have a lead onto that. Oh, Gutho. That's right. Yeah, so I think pretty much 
you'll be well, like, buying luckily, me. So it seems like I've bought, to... I've bought you a dinner. Do you yeah. have to buy me a dinner back and then buy me another dinner on top? Okay, how about make, if he doesn't get back to good form, what's his last three-round average, like 30 or something like that? What's good form, though? 38. Let's just say if he doesn't get back to 50-point average uh, by round, uh, what do I mean? Let's just say round 20. So do we include from, so we're including the average from three weeks from, ago into go, that? Oh, you, you want to add that into it, do you? Well, just that, I feel. <laughs> well, we just go from now till, till round 20. So there's eight weeks or eight weeks to sort of, um, to get his form back. You're going to owe me a lot of, a lot of dinners. Yeah, I'll pay, I'll, I'll pay, I'll return the bet. All right, boys, let's move on. While we're talking about, you know what? First things first, Jack DeBellin. <laughs> He's back. He had a quite impressive reserve graded performance. Now, Hooks talked about maybe bringing him back. They've got a short turnaround because they've got Thursday night against the Bronx. First things first, why don't we get a perspective from a Dragon supporter, Corbs? Talk to me a little bit about JDB and any interest moving forward. Well, I'm just, I don't know if this is for real because he hasn't been put up yet, but it's got him at uh, 730. 1K. That was his last price. What, in 2018? Uh, just just in the uh, footystatistics.com. Okay. So I don't know. that. That's obviously, right. yeah, Jesus, a while ago when he played last. Uh, yeah, it all depends what price he comes in at, I think. And then, yeah, you'd sort of reevaluate from there. But I don't, is he going to come straight back in? I think he was fairly gassed on the weekend. Mm. You've got to think about it because realistically, they've got a lot of middles, right? You'd have to think that he'll play a couple of games in reserve grade and then maybe come back from the bench. His PPM is quite strong. I was having a look. 2018 PPM, 0.86, 0.89 in 2017, uh, sorry. How many minutes can we respect, like, even think from him? Like, 35, 40 minutes? Oh, to, be, to be honest, for when I mean, watching the Dragons play, they need someone, man. They're struggling. I, I think they're going to rush him in. I, I reckon we'll go 40 minutes minimum. Have, see how he gasses this first game, and then yeah. they'll ramp, they'll ramp it up. But yeah, I reckon he'll as soon as he can play for uh, first grade, he'll be in. Mm. Like he's been training hard. He's been working with the professionals. He's obviously played the game in the past before, so he's not that new. He's been out of the game for two years, but still been training. I reckon they need someone. They need that X factor coming, so he'll be in straight away. I reckon. I think Cause makes a good pro, uh, point on price though, because if he's at that. 700k even if they make a discount for him he's only he averaged 49 in 2018 yeah 58 in 2017 so even if they give him a discount like i know a few of the boys fantasy amateurs boys put a 25 percent discount from what what he what if you're saying 700k well somewhere around that 500k would be a 25 percent discount from doing maths so even that might be a little bit expensive right boys well, in comparison, so you get you get someone for seven hundred k now. You got Fisher, oh, yeah. James Fisher Harris at six hundred ninety six k. His uh, average is fifty four. Yeah. His last three games is fifty eight. So if if we're going on on averages, and he's getting forty nine from uh, what sixty minutes roughly. That's what he played in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't add up, does he? So he has to be roughly around the six hundred k mark or something like that to actually be worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. I've got this strange analogy. It's called this three date rule. That I might <laughs> I might use it before I go and I'm, I'm, jump on the development train. Andy, I'm surprised he knows about it, mate. Seeing that he's yeah, missed, I know. He's missed about means, twenty podcasts. He's, he's been listening. Long time listener, first time. <laughs> 
So are you on are you on board the three date rule, mate? Yeah, no, I like it. It's good. Yeah, nice. I like I it. I think I think we'll probably have to run that. I'm with you there. I think more, I might have to adopt that strategy because, like you said, he'll yeah. might only play he might only play twenty, thirty minutes, forty minutes. He'll play first grade, but yeah, we'll see how he goes first. Three date rule might work well for him because he'll probably be in declining minutes, right? And yeah, then we'll by the time that. the three game comes, he might be ready to up his minutes. So you get him cheap. Might be ready to take the relationship to the next level. <laughs> oh no, not for Jack. I'm not even going to. Yeah, let's move on. Move on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, staying on Jacks, Jack Whiten. Now he was awful on the weekend. I've got no idea how he. He's. What'd you say that he made? Was he the 14? Did you say Corpse? Yeah, he's yeah. number 14. Thank God. Hopefully, he doesn't get too many minutes because he was awful on the weekend, averaging 47. And I'll let you boys go in a sec and just give me – because I know you've got him in draft, Corbs, and I'll let you go first. But 2020, I just want to give you a few stats. So 2020, he averaged 54. 19 games, he scored 10 tries with 7 try assists. We're halfway through that now, right? He averages 47. His last three, he's averaged 31. And he's only got three try assists and two tries. He's way off the mark. Talk to me about Jack Wyden, Corbs. Yeah, he's still just sitting below the 50 average. But, yeah, his last few games, there's oh, – you don't have to be an idiot to work out, but there's a lot happening up there. Mm. He seemed like he was really trying on mm. the weekend. Obviously, I watch my players a bit more than others <laughs> play a cam. But he was yeah almost trying to do too much. And it just – I don't know. With, with so much attack gone from them now, it's like they can just target him in defense so much. And yep. he's sort of lost it a bit. So, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't be going anywhere near him in classic. Obviously, I'll hold him in draft because I think he'll he'll still be fairly solid. Hopefully, sort of around origin, get some confidence. But, yeah, Raiders need to work out what's happening down there. I, they've got some issues. Yeah, mess, it, yeah, sorry. If you got him in – if you do have him in classic, now's the perfect time to, to punt him because mm. he's not playing next round. He's picked for origin. So, he could be – miss three games in the next six anyways. Um, and also there's like, there's on the same price, there's three other halves you can get who will do a similar or better job at the moment. Like you got Hines, he's killing it and he's cheaper. Um, Hunt, I think it's still, it might be a good option, but I think it might be picked for origin. Uh, but even Drinkwater is pinned up consistent 52 points, uh, and you he's a little bit cheaper as well. You love so, Drinkwater. Yeah. You've been waiting hey, to, you've been waiting he, to recommend him. He's my play cam. He's my play cam, and I've been watching. <laughs> 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 Loves a good kick try assess, but yeah, he's been killing it with Canberra, with the uh, Cowboys. No, I, I think, I think the dramas at Canberra, it might just, it might, even might have just followed him. It could be you could be a play. You might sort of um, he might drop in price and you pick him up up later after Origin. You know, gets his gets his form back, or if Canberra can sort out their their in house dramas and um, become an actual <laughs> Premiership team again. Or yeah, I don't know. No, I totally agree. I think he's a massive sell. Now, boys, sticking on Canberra, Corey Hero and Ira, have we missed the boat? And the other guy I want to talk about, another edge is the struggles of Ryan Madison. Corbs, why don't we start with CHN? Have we missed the boat? Uh, what was, I'm just looking at his prices now. It, what Will he go up again? His break-even was nine. Jeez, he's going to shoot put up 70 to mid... He's going to 80K, I reckon, mate. Yeah, mid, mid 500s, 550. Mm. Uh, easy. I think maybe uh, have. I think maybe have. What's his average at... The last few weeks, he's av- looking at that average of 60 oh, plus. That's, that's... He's, he's been pretty good. I think we've I think we've missed the price in terms of 
are we going to make money out of him? But in terms of flipping, yeah. in terms of flipping him and having a bit of a keeper, he's nearly getting. You know, we put it this keeper territory on people. Mm. He's nearly. When you think about it, his last three average is sixty-eight. In a struggling I mean, team, he's actually doing yeah. quite well. Well, just looking at my team, I've got a couple of like guys like the the Gutho Madison. I'd I'd definitely punt Madison for Corey in that round fourteen. So, yeah, actually, I'll, I'll probably yeah definitely be looking at him now. Yeah, definitely. Now, uh, Andy, you're a big fan of Ryan Madison, and all three of us, I'm pretty sure, have got him now. Averages of forty seven, last three of forty four. Doesn't have a huge owner under five percent. Corbus just brought it up. Are we going to flip him? Are we going to how many how many games do we give him before we flip him? Uh, look, I think we can't give him too many. Uh, he's already sort of gone down in in price, and uh, he got sent off. I think didn't he? But even he before that, he had he only played seven minutes and he actually got subbed. So it's just a worry that he's actually getting taken off. So it's those players that you when you pick an edge, especially for that price of seven hundred plus, you want them to to stay on for eighty minutes and hit, hit your consistent fifty plus scores. Mm. He's not doing that at the moment. We like we did had that one massive game of seventy points, and we're like, he's back, but yeah, it hasn't really delivered. So yeah, I think it, it could be like a, a straight swap. But save a bit of cash and go to CHN. CHN, uh, well, it's his 68 average. I mean, in comparison to him, he's got Papali'i's is priced at 786k, and they're getting similar scores. So when you've got someone who's two, uh, almost 200k cheaper, he's hitting out the same numbers. It's it's yeah, it's silly to to not sort of look at him. Yeah, let's have a look. You know what? For the Tuesday show, let's have a look at Parramatta's draw for moving forward, Andy, because I think that's going to be a major thing. Because remember, we talked about Parramatta having a bit of a soft draw. They've run into a little bit of trouble over these last three weeks. And there's no doubt Moses, Gutho, and and uh, Madison have all kind of deteriorated on the back of all, them playing better teams. I've got all three of them in my draft, so I definitely noticed their form slump. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> well, they've got, they've got Knights next week who actually had a decent win against Manly. Yeah, but they should be missing a few more plays. Saifidi would go, Ponga's going to... Well, Ponga didn't play today, but... That's at Bank West, isn't it, next Sunday? Uh, I think it's at Newcastle Hunter. Okay. Yeah. But they get, Dylan, they get Dylan Brown back as well, Parramatta. Well, I think that's what we're missing because, yeah, Jacob Arthur is good, but I think it's his reading, it's his uh, defensive sort of mindset. He's been taken, he's been formed for dummy, and they've just utilized that, that right side uh, defense. Yeah. Whereas Dylan Brown is known for his solid defensive tackles and also just um, prowess. Like he's, you can see him chop people, but he also can read a play coming up because he's a natural halfback. So I think we've been missing that. And that's why we've been losing a bit. Yep. So when he does come back, when he does come back, we stop losing tries. It's all that roll-on effect. We're not getting dominated in, in um, defense. We're not getting gassed. Start having a bit more attacking flair. So he might be the one The one player that we're missing is is why we're going so bad. Definitely. But- now, Andy, sticking on Parramatta, Gutho, again, we know we just <laughs> brought him up. The last three, he's got an average of 38. I actually think he got injured against the Warriors. And he's... Remember that when he got injured, a little bit of an ankle injury? And since then, his energy's been a little bit down. And there's no doubt that Gutho is their best player. And when his energy's down, when he dropped that ball from that opening set of six, it kind of set just a little bit of a momentum thing for the rest of the team. And I feel that him being down brought the rest of the team down. And he's struggling right now. And at 683k, 
he might be one of those guys that we can. I just, I'm just glad he's not an eighth man because he's a perfect eighteenth man from New South Wales. And for Freddie not to pick him, I think that was very, very good for both of us anyway. But for me, I think he's nearly getting to sell territory, especially because I've got my eye on Adam Fenua Blake, and he's much cheaper than than Guthrie. I've got a stack of wing fullbacks. But what's your thoughts right now on Guthrie? Sell. Yeah, I think he is. And look, it might, he might be coming coming to your contention back when he does find me a form. Because with, with Gutho, he plays. If Parra go well, he does well. Yeah, He's a support player. They go well, he goes well. So it's the, the direct correlation. So Parra has been, I think it was last year, about this time where they started going pretty bad. Um, I think Moses was the outside. Gutho had to fill in half, so he was getting more points there. But yeah, I don't, I don't see Gutho scoring that many points. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, unfortunately. So sell him, then pick him up later when he's a 50-point average after, in round 20. We are never picking <laughs> up again. Corbs, thoughts on Gutho? Yeah, well, power of the new dragons, I think. Uh, they <laughs> sort of... They, they <laughs> do not, well com- early and, do not uh, compare those two teams. Jeez. <laughs> mate, I, I was in that boat a few years ago. We thought we we're going to win the premiership. All you para fans, this is our year. And you just look hopeless the last four weeks. And speaking <laughs> of that, Gutho... Scores of 42, 36, 47, 33. Like if he didn't get tries in his last two games, he could have had a mid-20 mm. today. Uh, not today. Uh, in his uh, game Sunday, of the weekend. Saturday. Yeah, so, yeah, he'll be definitely one to punt. I'm in that same boat as well with uh, too many wing fullbacks. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, that might be the go because, like, like you said, so he, actually, I, don't, I don't even have him, which is good. But Get get rid of every para player in my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how about, how about you bring all Dragons players in? How's that going to go for you? Not very well. No. Corb, sticking on you, RTS. Now, he's under 600K, 590 to be exact. Now, he had a disappointing game on the weekend, playing on the wing. It's very interesting. Last three, average of 44. Now, Walsh is probably going to get suspended for a week, but still, he's going to be floating between that fullback spot and probably wing for the rest of the season. Thoughts? Have you got him right now? And if you do, is it a sell? No, I don't have him. I think if you've got him, you'd sort of hold on to him now till around 17. But yeah, he's a he's a weird one because he's just going to... You don't know what you're going to get at wing. At least at fullback, he sort of had a bit of a base, I guess. But even looking at his scores, he's a bit sporadic this year, isn't he? Mm. I, I, oh yeah, I wouldn't be going near him. I, and if But if I had him, I would just hold on. I think trades are... Pretty precious this year. Agree. I'm just a little bit too much risk for me, Andy. Any thoughts? Well, I am an uh, RTS owner. Uh, I picked him up the the time was it the game before he'd lost his fucking he lost his fullback spot. It was like great, uh, but I think even with looking at his stats, he still had 21 runs for 200 meters on the weekend. So he's 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 putting in the effort, and you, you you're right, and he just floats around that middle as well. He's not doesn't just hang on the edge. So he actually d- takes the hit ups from the from the um, the kicks of their back line, mm. but also plays that sort of the roaming lock role. So he's still getting his hands involved. So he still has the ability, but his last last four averages, last four scores, always went the best. Was it 37, 59, 37, 24? Uh, but I think, like Corb said, I haven't got many trades up my up my sleeve. So I'm going to hold him to around 17 <laughs> and then see how it goes. Yeah, I think so as well. I guess if he gets to maybe a mid 500s, I think. 550 would be a nice price for him, especially depending on what happens with Walsh and some of the other players. I would love to see him maybe fit into a 5'8 or maybe centre roll full-time, but until that actually happens, well, I don't really like him from the wing. But, boys, let's move on. Last subject I want to talk to you about is the Storm again dominated the Broncos on 
on Thursday. And the biggest thing that you'll see is that they only really have two Origin players because Munster and Grant didn't play. So the only two really they're going to lose is Adokar and Kafusi. So they're nearly at full strength, and you think that's an edge back rower and a winger. And Welsh. And, they didn't play that. And he didn't play. Like, yeah. They have such good middles that they, they can continue to just replenish and replenish and replenish. Out of all the, for me, Storm players moving forward, and I'll make a bit of a case after you guys go, which Storm players are you prioritising? Corbs, you go first. I had Remus. He's a bit more like my Avarillo. I mm. just left him in there, couldn't really do much with him. But he's a jewel, and his scores the last few weeks have been pretty decent. So I'm liking him, and yeah, the jewel factor there. Nico Hines, just... I feel like he's going to come in at times and you can just sit him back on the emergency and then he'll come in and uh, take those starting games because they've just got the luxury of resting players, especially over the next month or so. Uh, the cheese is one I've bought in. I'll be keeping him for a while. I think even if he doesn't get the starting hooker, he's going to be playing big minutes in the middle. He's just You need to get him 50 minutes at least. Uh, the other ones on there, I don't know. If, oh, Jerome Hughes, I would like to get at some point. He's just expensive, I, I, isn't he? He is expensive. I, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to get him much cheaper. I can't see him sort of getting really low scores. Their forwards are pretty – they've rotated pretty well, though. So I don't – and their edges don't score that well. They're yep. good forward players. But I think we talked about at the start of the season, just in trying to target or buy them, they don't really do that well. Just Nolan, if he could take two <laughs> steps back and get a bit deeper in attack. He over in the ball about 10 times last uh, on – when was it? Thursday, Friday night. Corbs, ever since we've me, Killing me. Yeah, you wrapped him, say. he was going so he was the best center in the comp till two weeks ago when me and you wrapped him. Mocked him. Yeah. I, I mean, I did punt him for Rapana, and I, I was happy to see Rapana score a 15-17 today. That makes you feel a bit better. But, <laughs> yeah, he's been very underwhelming since I got him in. I totally agree. I think you've brought up the the guys I want to talk about. Jerome, he's probably a little bit expensive mm. now. His last three, he does have a 67 and owner of 7%, but... I think, I think you make a good point, especially with the Remus, Remus Smith owners. I think at the moment with his last three average of 43, I think it's something like 48 over his last five. Everyone just hold him. Hold him for a long, long time. Like, center's not a priority. If you can get a 43 to 48 off a of center. That's and you, gun. And you've got him at 100%, Andy. It's gun. So don't make too much of a fuss out of a center. Like Nico Hines, we all know it's a short-term thing that we want to turn him around. So let's make as much money as we can out of him. And I think probably the same goes for Brandon Smith. I think the big thing out of him, it's he is starting, and he, it's a dual player as well. So he's doing quite well with the last three average of 67. So let's get the best out of him. But I think you've got to prioritize. If you're a holder of Jerome Hughes, Brandon Smith, Nico Hines, and Remus Smith, hold them all the way into that round 18, and let's make some money from there. But I think out of the four of them, funny enough, I'll probably hold Remus Smith out of the four of them into the round 18. I could hold him forever because I think he's underrated and he's only getting better. The other three, I think we're going to make so much money out of them. We'll flip them for a better player on the on the flip side. But Remus Smith, I think, got to encourage everyone just to hold him because I think he's a gun. No, I agree. Basically, you've pretty much covered everything. Just the Hines because he's a weapon at the moment. Smith has that the eighty minute hooking role, and like you said, he's just starting all the time. And uh, I didn't I didn't have Remus. I haven't had Remus from the start. I've obviously more of a I'm lucky with the Jake Avrillo before, but that's in my drafts. But, um, yeah, he's gone. Like you said, a 43 average at centre is awesome. And then the last one was just Jerome Hughes, which he pretty much covered. So, 
No, he, he's coming on a 250k price rise, Remus. Especially when you consider Corbs, he didn't have the best start to the season. His first no. month of footy wasn't that great, but once he settled down into his position, wow. Yeah, he, he has looked real good the last few weeks. He does have a good, good post-try celebration. He's cocky. And people don't realise, you talk about pedigree, his mum is Anthony Mundine's sister, and his dad, Tyron Smith. That's, and we just, that's his mum is Anthony, Anthony oh, okay. Mundine's sister, and Tyron Smith's his dad. So, unfortunately, I don't think, especially for some of our younger listeners, they don't realise how good Tyron Smith was as a football player. That guy would be the equivalent. He was like Sonny Bill Williams without consistency. This guy could play, really play. So Tyron Smith's, if you talk about Remus Smith's actual background and what he comes in pedigree, you don't get much better than what he's got. Yeah, right. I didn't know that. He has got, that's damn good pedigree. He's a lot. <laughs> he's a lot. Like, he's, yeah. got, he's got pedigree and a half, mate. Yeah. That's nearly yeah. like you, like, remember that time when you waited outside the toilet block to get all your, your signatures, mate? Like, you chased my uh, uncle. Oh, we're, yeah, out of seven. We're only like 12 or so. We're excited to see all the, the draggies back then. They actually had Just, a good team back then. That, that, yeah, that team was pretty good. It was it what? Oh, 2010 was all right as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a bloody, <laughs> bloody good year. All right, boys, let's finish off with a little bit of trade targets for the week. Now, Andy, we'll start with you. I know that you're more kind of – I know you've got a lot of origin players. Talk to me a little bit about strategy for rounds 13 and 17 and who you might bring in. Well, I'm thinking about just holding. I, I don't have that many trades to burn, so I'm going to, like you said, target more around 17 instead because I just feel like there's a bit, there's more caliber players that I want to have in the team towards the end of the season. Yep. So I'll play safe. I'll be able to just see how my team is affected with all these origin picks and, and, and that. And after, after this point, I'll go look back and see who's been selected. But uh, I might just try and play it safe this week because, yeah, I'll aim towards a set round 17 instead. Okay, Corbs, what are you thinking? Yeah, well, I'm just looking at the non... I'm sitting in a pretty good position. I've got 14 that are guaranteed. Now, geez, I hope I don't jinx myself there with <laughs> something at training or I don't know what. But I'm just looking at the players that aren't playing round 13. So it's the, the Schuster, Cleary, um, Tedesco, Walsh, Croker, Lachlan Croker and Crichton. So out of them, I'm sort of looking at maybe Croker, but... Geez, his last few games, he's 48, 55, 49, 57. He's that's just not bad. clocking, clocking yeah. the points up. He's making some good coin. And while he's doing that, I'm, I may even just take the 14. So I'll have a look at team lists, wait and see what the Queensland Origin team does. And, yeah, I'll we'll give a bit more of an, um, a sort of look into who I'll, or what I'll do. Tuesday, but yeah, if I can hold trades, that'd be a win because, geez, I've been useless with that last few weeks. <laughs> I think I think Newcastle did us a big favour this t- today, boys, as well. If New- if Manly won today, that would have gave him a lot more. Like they would have rested Turbo. There's no doubt over the next couple. Of- True, they've got no doubt. Like what are they now? Six and six. So now going into these next few games, they've got no. They've actually got to play Turbo. They can't drop many more games, or they'll drop oh, out of the eight. They they definitely do need to, yeah. Yeah, but that's the other thing as well, because because of that hamstring, you can't really risk him though, can you? So it's going to be interesting right. how they play that out because they've got some short turnarounds as well, but probably gives them more on the incentive to actually play him because they need the wins. So be interesting to see how they play going forward. But I'll going hard this round, and then I'll try and flip the team. I, I want to go fifteen if hopefully no injuries this week, and then maybe ten for the round seventeen. Probably make five changes between now and then, but you know what it's like. 
I'll probably be, <laughs> probably be trading twice a week between now and then. Have no trades before round eighteen. So just balls balls deep it. <laughs> just go just go no trades into round uh, twenty three. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. The two priorities I do want to make: CHN and probably AFB. So Adam Fanua Blake and Corey who are an I want to before that's the only two changes I'll probably make before round seventeen or eighteen. Whether the last buy next buy round is. Can I? Can I make a bet with you for a dinner that you'd make more than that? <laughs> yes. Oh, the, the bet. So he's basically just said, yes, I'll buy you dinner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll cash that out. How, how about Wonga Blake actually scored 42 points? Did you start him? I, I, I had him in the bench. I had um, <laughs> oh, well, cause I, I brought in Matt, Matt Burton and uh, I've got Jack Bird. Fair so enough. they scored 44 and 50. How's uh, one of the boys that I picked in the, the Maitland rep team today? We had a trial, but all you see is just numbers and jerseys. You don't really look at the names. And I got told later on, even when the side was picked, I didn't pick it up. Uh, Hudson Young's brother's in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is, How's he go? How does he go? Yeah, he's got, I'll just I'll remember numbers and names. So I'll have to put a name to a face when I see him at training next. But, yeah, that was pretty good. How did, he, how did he score fantasy-wise in your head? Oh, that's all I was doing when I was taking my notes was just tying up their fantasy scores. Tackle break, <laughs> offload. That. I love that. Try, yes. Who gets a try assist there? 13, righto. I love that. Well, boys, good show. Long show, actually. 45 minutes. Sorry to keep you this long, but everyone get tuning in. We'll be back on Tuesday night. We'll let you know what time that is going to be. Talking League Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Talking League One on Twitter. But, Andy, good win. Thank you. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I needed it too, so thanks. Appreciate good it. Good win. Corby, great to see you back too, mate. We missed you. It's good to be back. And I think uh, it's on, maybe on top in draft too. Oh, you so are? We'll wait for the final updates, but it says first Well, when I go into it. Adam's been very, very quiet, hasn't he? Oh, he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. He's finally getting a few injuries and people leaving clubs. And Parramatta's just coming back to the pack, right? Yeah, well, that's actually hurt him because he had about and, 10 players in there. Yeah, he's got like, I think he has seven players. He's got seven para players on his team. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. All right, gents, appreciate it. And we'll check you Tuesday, yeah? Right See you, boys. See ya. Bye.